Welcome to Bloom in Full Color, where we live life in high definition. <laughs> I'm never going to get that consistent, so we're just going to mix it up. I'll have a new intro every time. Which right, camera so- are we looking at? <laughs> yes. I haven't got the light on there to see which camera I should be uh, directing Production my- Production moment. <laughs> we right. Go back to the blocking notes, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to Bloom in Full Color. I'm Jennifer. I've got Dave and PJ with me. All right. So we have had a- a uh, subscriber, a customer, a, a request for topic, i.e. Dave's brother. Yeah. So Hi, Craig. <laughs> Hi, Greg. All right. So we are doing a custom podcast, but it is super, super relevant. So it's exactly the right time to talk it about totally it. totally is. So yep. we're talking about yep. fruit. How do you set up your berries and fruit trees for success? Great question. <laughs> it's smoking from it. So well, when, I, when I moved back to town, I had a 33,000 square foot of grass. And when I came home, I planted a food forest instead of all that turf. So I put in brand new 18 different fruit and nut trees on a big wow. section of grass. Miles. Oh, wow. 18 different trees, not counting all the berry plants and the comfries and that kind of stuff. And I immediately went to slaughtering them on the proper pruning and now Ooh. I'm paying the price well, every single year. Yeah. So I, it's just a I, perfect topic. I for think me. you've got that. And I think. Uh, and maybe the gardeners also saw that in, in our viewer world here, this was a challenging year. Oh, no, not, no. you know, with the, with the late spring two in a row kind of. Okay. And then the very warm weather that mm-hmm. we had, uh, later in the season. So, uh, I had, uh, a berry plant die. I had a tree die this year, you know, so a fruit I tree. I had some and real it's... scrappy raspberries until all of a sudden I was like, oh crap, yeah. I got raspberries. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Right. And then I've got a, a peach tree that is starting to turn mm-hmm. into a peacock. Uh, a weepy, yeah. And yeah, it looks like an umbrella tree all of a sudden. <laughs> I have one of those. No, crap. One of those. We'll talk about it because that's yeah. all pruning. So those are, those are all, okay. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pruning so has got to be the Let's key talk about that, timing so. of yes. trimming a fruit tree. Here, well, well, let's, here, let's, hold here's on, the let's, Idaho rule. Go ahead. Go ahead. Any what was, month that ends in R is what? October. November, December, September. That is when you trim fruit trees. Now, obviously, you got fruit on your trees right now. Don't trim them. Right. And if you didn't get to it in the fall, you do it in the spring before they're even starting to come out of dormancy. Before the new Well, and actually, so- You have to stop, but you have to catch them before. And my recommendation is, in fact, you do not hard prune this time of year because basically you're opening your tree up to cuts that can freeze in the winter. So I typically do a little bit lighter pruning in the fall. And you can always prune all season. I tend to prune all season when the branches hit me in the head when I'm on the mower. So I'll go out there and whack them off. (laughs) Um, But also like crossing branches, the water sprouts, which are the ones that grow straight up, right? Those are not helpful for your tree. Anything that's crossing or rubbing on other branches. So throughout the season, you're able to make small cuts and do things. The hardcore, we're shaping this tree for the future, in my experience here, happens in February. About the time we're warming up, we're past all the uber, uber cold. You can go out there and really hatch at the trees and nothing's going to die. It'll come back in the spring. I'm hesitant to do that in November, December, because now you're opening those big branch wounds up to like the January freezes. So I'm a little hesitant to go making full scale hacks. It's cl- I have I have a ghost mic. <laughs> we were just talking about Halloween. Maybe the go- well, you know, there is ghosts in this building. I don't. Uh, it, we'll have a small history lesson. We are having a podcast in the front living room of my great grandparents' living room, and I live great, in there. Great, right? No, just great, just yeah, great. great. Isn't that your grandma? That's that my yeah. grandma. So, this so is wasn't great her grand- mom in this house? Yeah. So great, so great. great. No, no, it's great. Great. 
because that's my great, grandma. Great, oh, great grandma. Great. You're right. Yeah, right, great right, grandma. Right. Great, great. And uh, Ed and Ruth, my great grandparents, will mess with us sometimes. So I just kind of got to watch. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, I think if you're doing big cuts, as long as the tree is dormant and there's not a lot of moisture and there's not in our area, you're usually okay. All right. So let's address the elephant in the room for me, okay. at least in, in, this, in this category, is that I've got fruit trees. Right. Okay. Um, if you're making these cuts in the late winter, early spring, when are you applying all of the ointments and the insecticides? Okay. Because I had worms in my oh, cherries. Yes. Oh yes. I've got worms in my apples. I've got, you know. So the so, hard answer for that is it's specific to the fruit. If for instance, apples, you have to, apples and peaches got to spray a minimum three times. If you're going to spray them, you, there's an early season, there's a mid season, and there's a late season for both of those. And they time differently. Because it's when the bug is entering the apple, right? right? So you got to get before of it, right? So there is a, to be organic. Now, I'm just going to go on organic because sure. I'm, I focus on that, right? There is a BT, bacteria, uh, Bacillus thuringiensis, which is a, a uh, it, it's, it's a fungus that attacks the, the, the larva of the worms and gets them. So it's not a spray. It's not a chemical. It's a fungus that only attacks the worms that eat your apples. So that's only in one life stage of the bug. Correct. So it has Which to be okay. a pre- not correct. Which because is okay. I, I because I think that when novice gardeners right are planting, oh, he, we've got all the advantages of having fruit trees and vegetables in the home, but they don't know how to treat for right. them, and then yes. they get and these treatments are specific. Yeah. And I'm They're, gonna, I'll just be the other guy. I'm never gonna do my own treatment. I. I own a Which greenhouse. I got first thing to I was going to suggest. I, I just tell I have a lawn guy and a yep. tree guy, yep. and he texts me in yep. the spring and he texts me in the fall. He just texted me, "Hey, I I've done an application. Turn off your sprinklers for the night." Okay, great. And so if if you have oh. somebody who's already doing your stuff, just say, "Hey, can you treat my fruit trees as yeah. well?" The reason for that, there's two reasons for this. Number one, they're going to time it properly. They yes, know yeah. Yeah. March is the time to come out and do dorm row. Right. You don't even have to think about it. They're no, going to they're, they're just, just going to show, show up, up and do and it. They're gonna Correct. Do it. The other thing is most of us do not have the sprayers to spray trees. And Correct. It's trees a, it's are a not you're not going to pump right, up a roundup right. sprayer and do a tree. Well, and I have a half acre. Yes, like it right. cost me $300 to do my trees and my lawn in the fall. And it cost me three hundred dollars in the spring. If you can shit out a couple hundred bucks, right. do it. If you can't, that's when you need to start looking into other. Options. Well, listen. And to be fair, for those of us who are focusing on these fruits, you're gonna you're gonna save more than three hundred dollars at the oh grocery store God. if you spend this money. Because instead of getting forty percent of your apples, you're gonna get eighty percent of your apples, right? Correct. Instead of throwing yeah. away. So it sounds like a lot of money, but if you look at it as a grocery bill. You're basically just pre-buying your next year's apples, peaches, plums, prune, whatever fruits if that you, you can. have. So if like, you can, that's right. If you, if you can. can't, like right now, I'm I'm starting to like go. Holy cannoli! I have so many peaches. I need to get some jars, and I need to get organized, yep. and I need to get this done. Yep. So and then you have suddenly, your, I've got peaches all year because I did my yes. due diligence. You have your guy coming out. Mm-hmm. Are there for those that want to go organic? Yes. Are there? Are these companies practicing organic? Practices okay. when I they will. are spraying and, and things like that. <laughs> I have no idea. But, 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 <laughs> but, but I'll I, say this. But organic is not that important to me. And two of the sprays that we do are, that's just what you do that time, you know, dormant oil. Yeah. Dormant oil is okay. an organic product, but that's across the board. That's what right. everybody sprays fruit trees with right. early in the season. So right. that's an organic product that everybody uses. So a, two out of the three, they're probably going to do within an organic program, even without trying. There is yes. a third time of the year. And I'll give you one more. Never spray. Get, I never spray. I don't Here's what that. happens. 
every two or three years, I, I lose a bunch of peaches. Mm. And every couple of years, I have some shitty apples. To be fair, in my opinion, I'm fine if the bugs get half of the fruit and I get the other half. I'm okay with that number, <laughs> honest to God. And to be fair, that's what you're trying to do with pesticides. You're right. managing the threshold right. of of of, uh, of cost to you, right? So if you're okay only getting half, and to be fair, you're buried in peaches right now. If you only got half of them, yep. you I'd probably be wouldn't be yeah. crying. And I'm just, I, well, and I'd still feel like I had too much work to do. Yes. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> yes. saying that it's not. 1970s anymore. No, you, right. you know the when I grew up, and everybody is wanting to be a little better, yeah, a little yes. better at taking yeah. care of the environment. That's well, and on the flip side of that, I mean, there's a lot of things that are organic that are incredibly toxic. Yes. So yeah. when you That's go down the all. conversation of <laughs> organic, I know that I poo poo it a little bit. So please know, as as a subscriber or viewer to our podcast, like I only poo poo it because we are not allowed to be certified organic at Moss Greenhouses because the second I add, now let's, oh. definition of organic <laughs> is a carbon-based life form. This is a burr in my ass. So I'm just going <laughs> to pick this gap. Okay. USDA and FDA, all that nonsense, all those government entities, the second you add sulfuric acid and we buy organic sulfuric acid, the second you add acid to your water, you are immediately disqualified. Right. Well, Every right. other piece of our process could be organic. And when you look at fruit and any kind of our food crops, we almost treat all organic yes, we on do. our farm. Yeah. But I can't tote that. I can't prescribe that. I can't advertise that. Well, it gets because even worse, right? You probably couldn't sell pesticides in retail. You can't spray Roundup at any ground on your farm anywhere. Anywhere. So we'd have to figure out how to keep yeah. kosher and puncture vine on it. Like it gets worse oh, and it worse. Gets worse. Yeah. It's, so basically, yeah. Yeah. when yeah. you say organic, I think of it as a bad word. Now, <laughs> that's only because the burden it causes us as, a, uh, as an entity in this right. industry. Well, I think right. everybody will agree. The term organic is thrown around loosely. Yes. Well, and no, then you can triple you know, the price yeah, on everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that guy got got thrown yeah. in jail for he sold wheat for years and years and years. He just go buy your wheat field and then label it organic and, yeah. and charge triple, right? And they finally busted his ass. Oh, but nice. Ha again, if they'll lie to you about a four dollar gallon of milk, they'll damn sure lie to you about a twelve dollar gallon of milk. Oh yeah. So yeah, organic is a buzzword let's to make more money. Let's put two strings of asparagus in the water and uh -huh. charge seven bucks. Thank yes. you, Whole Foods. Like, Cucumber water. I, you know, I love my Whole Foods, but and <laughs> yes. I eat a lot of organic. I really do. I just, as far as growing, I grow as naturally and sustainable as possible. Right. If I have a problem that is going to take me to the next level and need a chemical. Okay, is it a food product? Is it something I'm eating? If it's mm. not something I'm eating, <laughs> grab the chemical. Yeah, Let's yeah, do right, it. Exactly right. But if it's something I'm eating, I'm going to treat it completely differently. So um, everything that I'm treating, though, we're grabbing from here, and it is organic. Right. I mean, and, the and, worst and thing I did was Technicrow, and I think that's organic. Yeah, it is just fertilizer, and that's yeah. the fertilizer. It's people fertilizer. think organic means non, no spray. That's right. completely that's wrong. That's not true. We that's have true. a, I, yeah. I'll show you the catalog of all of the products, the pesticides that are listed for organic, organic production. Yeah. 100%. So when people say organic, that's not a non-spray. The three fruit tree sprays are a clay that covers the fruit to stop the thing getting in, the BT, which is that the fungus that attacks the worm, and the dormant oil. No pesticides. Which yeah. That's dormant all. Oil, yeah, dormant oil just covers the the tree when before the fruit sprouts and stops the bug from getting, getting into, into the wood, the, yep. which he'll eat your fruit later. Right. Which right. is exactly how you deal with an aphid on a rose. Right. You put horticulture oil on yep. it, which you can also take soap, soap and water and water yep. and some olive oil, put it in a spray can, and all it does is suffocate the bug. Yep. I mean, so we're we're giving you as many organic. I mean, 
it seems really complicated because but it doesn't have to be. You have a real job, like you're an accountant, or you run a store, or you freaking pack groceries for a living. I don't care. This gets complicated when you step outside of your box. Long so story short, we want to make this go easy. out and plant a shrub, a tree, a vine, whatever. Don't let the terminology scary organic yeah. or yeah, anything silly. like don't that. Don't let it scare you. And let's talk about so fall. Best time of the year to plant prunes. Absolutely. Yes, There's three is. seasons of root growth before the summer heat. So this is a marvelous time to go buy your fruit trees. This is a marvelous time to go find some raspberry bushes. Yeah. It's a great time and to plant perennials. they're discounted right now. Yes, they are. Yeah, 100% <laughs> and, they are. I, and I mean, I, a couple of people were telling them what the, the topics were for the podcast we were filming today. And they're like, oh, it's too bad the store's not open. What we're going to tell you. Go see yeah. your Windsor's local garden center. Yes. Go see Windsor. Go, go see Webb. Go yep. see Southern Ireland Landscape Center. Go B &B visit. Supplies got go, stuff yeah, for go sale. visit. Ace Hardware. And they've got them discounted. They yep. don't want to hold on yep. to them. Go get some and stuff. And it's a marvelous. Any of the everything we're talking about today is a perennial, right? All the food crops yep. we're talking about are perennial. Everything. It's a great time to do it. Don't be scared of the the spray. Not spray. I have never sprayed my garden, and, and we'll talk about that in a minute because there's a way to plant to hedge your bet, right? And and by that you don't plant one variety of apple. Well, first of all, you need more than one apple to do the pollinators. Okay, so right? let's, right. let's talk but about we'll pollinators. Talk about that. Okay, so if you have, I went to buy a fruit tree okay. at Windsor's because we don't sell fruit trees. Right. So I went to visit right. Jamie and team. And uh, so I walked in and said, all right, do I need two of any of these? And they said, no, you just need a tree within one square mile of your tree that is also an apple tree, also a peach tree, also a cherry tree. Because those right. are the three trees I bought. Um, peach doesn't need cross-pollination, but cherry and apple do. Correct. I didn't. I did, peach did I does say not. apple? You said peach. Fruit. Oh, okay. So apple did, definitely does. Cherry peach, definitely does. I did peach, peach does, yeah, peach nectarine, and cherry. Okay, so nectarine, nectarine does not, does and not. peach does not. Cherry, cherry does. Cherry absolutely does. Apple does. Apple absolutely does. Okay, so. And a couple of different I live in the nuts. center twin. Right. Cakewalk. You probably I'm got fine. plenty. Probably. Totally fine. Yep. But I can get peaches and nectarines. I have to fight the squirrels and the birds for the cherries. So I went to Jamie yep. and said, how do I combat this? She goes, a net. <laughs> Physical barrier. Yes. I was like, all right, fear There's that a sucks. A couple other ideas. Hanging CDs from the tree helps. I've, I've the done actual that. CDs I've done that to keep like them off your tomatoes and whatnot. But what if CDs come though. back again? Um, well, then we'll, then Dave, we'll come steal off your tree. Dave, they're not coming back. <laughs> oh, Dave still has eight tracks Dave, waiting for Dave, Merle Haggard to come back. <laughs> I was on a road trip with Dave. I can't even remember where we were. And we ended up on a serious channel and it was like a the top 40 hits from. From, for like Last 40 60 years. years. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, this is why he was so <laughs> happy. I was not even willing to be like, I'm going to fight you on this. I Jennifer like, no. said, I'm not. I'm driving next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I said that after you took me to Del Taco and I couldn't, I couldn't. I, I, I oh, yeah, that was bad. So okay. pollinators is very important. Pollinators is important. And, and so if you live in the middle of the country, yes. you might have to buy in pairs. And to be fair, you might. I would never count on my neighbors and i'll tell you why um it depends on what is this a hobby for you then who really cares yeah. right if you're yeah. planning on eating off of this spend the extra 29 dollars and get that other cherry tree don't rely on your neighbors yeah. what happens in our environment is if the wind blows the same direction for a period and you know it it'll come yeah. in the spring and it'll blow for a right. six weeks straight in from the, the west to the, in the same way. The yep. way right and done. so yeah. if your <laughs> pollinator tree is on it's the downwind there. side of you you're not getting you're any cherries that year right. So PJ's opinion on that, it, by the pollinator, it's one more tree. Um, it actually helps you to, I mean, it's a little then, bit more fruit, right? There's also the next Hedge thing. Hedge your bet. Dwarf versus semi-dwarf yes. versus full. So semi-dwarf semi will, 
Well, no, a dwarfal fruit in the first three to five years. Semi-dwarfs, five to seven, and then a real fruit no. tree is 10 to 12, nope, isn't nope, it? No, absolutely not. not Am I wrong? Close. No, okay. yes, way wrong. Help me. So the sizes have See, less to do with it. I learn things yeah, yeah. today, too. The sizes <laughs> have less to do with it than the variety of, of, of stuff. Well, so that's what I'm talking apple, about. Well, no, but it's not a size. It's an apple tree will fruit on year two, and you get hardcore fruit year three. Peach tree fruits on but year- But it has to do with dwarves no. and semi-dwarves, well, too. No, not, sp- not- Semi-dwarves and real fruit, and full fruit. It, I feel like it's still variety specific. I'm saying it wrong. Still variety specific. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Talk to your garden center yeah, exactly. or That's what you need it, to do. Or do your research. Most of the places that are that are sell you these that are quality people will not just sell you a single cherry tree. They're going right. to stop and go, hey, you, yeah. this tree needs a pollinator. And it's even worse than that because if you have an early season cherry tree, you need an early season pollinator. Because yes, if do. you plant an early cherry and a late cherry, they now pollinate. They're not going to help each exactly. other. Exactly. So it's really important. If you're going to invest in trees, and lean, they, it's an investment because it's a lot of money. Garden center. Lean on the garden center. Do garden some center. research. Take a little extra time to make sure if you need. So for instance, I planted three peach trees, an early a mid and a late. So all of my peaches don't come the same goddamn time. You're buried on one tree. I planted three. It's an Alberta. Okay. So mine, I literally have a peach tree that comes now. I got a peach tree that comes in three weeks and I got a one that comes in the middle of October. So when I run out, I'm a pester. Yes. I have some. (laughs) My neighbors are earlier. So when I planted this food forest, I did that on purpose. So same thing with the apples. I have an early apple. I have a mid apple. I have a late so that you don't get buried in the fruit. Nothing worse than having a counter full of fruit you, you're yep. too busy to work on. Yep. It's just rotting. The flies start in your house. You're like, okay, I'm mad at myself now. I spent yeah. all this money, yep. and now all the fruit is going to waste. Yeah. So more research. It takes a little more time. Don't buy three peach and, trees of well, all and, fruit and, early. And I think at, at the same point, don't buy a tree with the fruit you're not going to eat. All well, the above. I think I might want that. My family's so all- mad. I planted Italian prunes. Nobody eats them. Nobody likes them. My wife's like, chop it down, chop it down. What Your is it? It's Italian a prune. Prune. Prune is a pl- so all plums, all prunes are plums, but not all prunes are plums. Oh, Italian yeah. plum is a plum with very little God, juice. Did you see my head yeah. bobbing? Yeah. Is there a vein? God, it's like when a bride on a pick for a second. Yeah. A bride said, I have periwink blue. It's like <laughs> divorce that idea real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Shades of blue, you want them lighter. So, yeah, hey, no, great. Things that you like. <laughs> things that you like. Yeah. You know that you're going to eat. Yeah. And think about Plant this. Plant things you're going to eat. I specifically didn't plant a pear tree because they put so, they produce so much fruit you will never well, ever in your life. I am so pear? excited. I've got a pear tree. Oh my! It's God. year three and it's got fruit on it now. And I'm is like, it growing straight up like this? Yes. It's, it's, so it's, there's something about pear trees that's different. And I learned this when I was doing the Master Gardener program. They have more oxen in their in their branches and so they go straight up reaching for the sun way more than any other fruit tree and guess what's bad on fruit trees stuff that goes straight up because you can't get to it 100 you still have to be able to pick the dwarf and semi-dwarf the only two i would ever suggest for fruit trees ever yeah and 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 go heavily on dwarf and mine's a boss so i don't know anything about it you can get to it all right so let's talk about let's finish the fruit trees and then go to berries so we don't go too over time so fruit trees so when she said we were doing this topic, I was super excited because <laughs> I, I went to all this effort and, and I did my research. I planned on these trees. Yeah. And then the first year I went out and absolutely trimmed opposite of what I should have. So, <laughs> str- yeah, and guess what? Every every tree breaks now every year as soon as they get loaded with fruit. So I'll explain this. The strongest joint on a tree is a 90 degree joint. Okay. So okay. for fruit trees specifically, you eliminate every single Y branching you want 90 degree in fact when you're done trimming the first or second year fruit trees it should look like a a shitty ladder Hmm. you want a few branches 
They need to be far apart spaced and everything needs to be a 90 degree angle because the strong wood is 90 degrees. Maybe when all those peaches come off the branches, they will be at 90 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go pick up from PJ went exact opposite. PJ thought he knew what he was doing. So instead of doing the research on the pruning, PJ went out and pruned for V shapes. Because PJ thought that's what what we're taught though. So what happens on a V shape, as soon as that branch gets fruit, it just peels off from the tree. Yep. Yep. There's That's, no strength in that joint whatsoever. Yeah. So every tree I pruned for these V shapes, and now as soon as I get tree laden with fruit, it just peels off, or the wind blows and my branches fall off. Thus, a lot of the trees that go lateral when they're putting them on the yeah. trellises. So you know, and correct. Here's the big thing to remember with fruit trees: if they're not ugly, you didn't prune it right. That's <laughs> Everybody trims That's looking for pretty, truth. and fruit trees, things that feed you. You should trim to feed you. Who cares what it looks like? Fruit trees should be ugly. So number one rule of trees, you never top a tree. Anybody suggest you top a tree, throw them off your property. And they're (laughs) non-arborist and fire them. Immediately. The exception of that, fruit trees. I bought a pole saw this year so I could top my fruit trees. Because guess what? An apple tree that's 15 feet in the air is doing you zero good. All you're doing is feeding birds, right? So to trim a fruit tree, you trim it to where you can pick the branches yourself, or that is a waste of food, yep. right? So topping trees, never, unless you're talking about fruit. <laughs> and fruit trees should be ugly. Again, yeah. literally, you need to keep they that are, in your head. Well, it's ugly. like tomatoes. That's right. Heirlooms are awful, hideous plants, and they're the best tasting tomatoes. And guess what? Have. If you trim them to, for maximum fruit, there's not a leaf within two feet of the ground. Yep. You eliminate all green. Literally, it's a couple of ugly branches with giant fruit. Yeah. It, it's the ugliest plant you ever saw. It'll give you more tomatoes for sauce than you can yeah, ever do. Yeah, I didn't trim my tomatoes soon enough. Right, so all the suckers leaves. are stealing energy from that. Like again, fruit I'm is living in leaves. Feeding you stuff okay. should be ugly, and I'm almost gonna, that's I'm going to go thin them out. Yes, yeah. I I still got I still have six weeks of tomato harvest as long as we don't snow before October one. Well, see, this time of year, I'm I'm and I know we're moving fruit, but I go chop every single new flower off of a tomato tree because they'll never bear fruit before the season ends. Yeah. So I go start cutting anything off. If I got fruits like, like this, I was chopping them off. Like It'll okay. never come to fruition before right. it's cold. Right. Right. So this time of year, I go remove everything that doesn't okay. already have a decent sized fruit on it. Okay. Because it's never going to get there. All right. So, so let's go. What to happens, you know, in yeah, in the early berries. spring? Uh, a lot of folks will buy uh, raspberries, blackberry plants, yeah. and okay. things like that, and they'll put them in the ground. Um, now, are blackberries and raspberries the same? Absolutely not. No. That's right. But I will okay. tell you, they are not. Let's, There's a I'm going to pick a scab for, for Dave. Blueberries don't work in Southern Idaho. N- Move on. Don't do it. So or you're going to buy them every year. Every year. No, well, yeah. we'll talk about it. it yep. Blueberries it grow in alkaline do, soil. Yep. It has to do yep. with the pH in our soil. Correct. We That's have exactly two right. low we have too high. We have a pH, too high a pH. They need a low that's exactly pH. Right. There so we go. The question saying is, it right way. Yeah, yeah you, but <laughs> when right. is the best time to cut back your blackberry and okay. your raspberry? So, okay. uh, I figured plants. this out. And, I well, had to write it down. It's variety specific. And here's the here's the the deal. There's uh, both raspberries and blackberries. Mm-hmm. Uh, we either grow first year or second year. That's okay. exactly right. So first year is called a primal cane. Right. The second year is a floricane. Yep. All right. Your primal canes are going to grow on the ends. Now. We here at Mosses, we sell raspberries. Raspberries, and they're the heritage. Heritage. Okay. heritage. They're, year, they're considered. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're considered a ever bearing. Yep. They will bloom the first year. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that, yeah. they said fruit and on this new wood. This is the time. I've, I've got three heritage bushes right now at the house, and I have got handfuls of Loaded. those berries, mm-hmm. and they're they're great. Okay. Another good one. We don't sell it. We have in the past is fall gold. Oh, I have fall gold. Ooh, okay. Too. And Boy, fall gold is also a so neverbearing. They are a neverbearing. Uh, yes, they are. All right. They are now, 
I get fruit on those till October. The good December. thing oh. about raspberries, what we have, of course, they're thornless. The squirrels okay. are pillaging. Is my that yard. you can cut them all the way to the ground? That's okay, okay. So first yeah. year wood, That's all exactly the right. way to the ground, all right, and so, they will come back. Now, what you have to look at when you when they come back that following year is you have a lot of uh, shoots coming off. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. uh, I had shoots coming off three feet away. Oh, three feet. So I'll I had a fifteen so I, foot away. Yeah, they're, so they're real good about that. Just keep mowing yeah, those down, and those when those will do well. Raspberries. Now, when I say that you can cut them back, that's fine. You don't have to cut them back, all right? You're going to have a mess the following season. When a primocane goes into the next season, it's called a floricane. And you will get growth as long as you didn't freeze it, and that's why we cut them back here. But if you didn't freeze that cane, you're going to get growth on the bottom part of your uh, plant as well. But the best thing to do for raspberries, for everbearing primocanes, primocanes, Cut them back to the ground. Mow them, chop them, doesn't matter. Okay, but so. The, but you got to figure out what you got because if you go and mow down yeah. um, second year wood fruity absolutely. plants, you will have no fruit this year and absolutely. you'll be bitching to Dave about cutting them down. So, so well, it's variety and now, specific. And then if you're going to cut them back, all right, you can tell very easily if it's a floricane. All right, your primocane is going to be greenish uh, canes, okay? I want me a woody. Your, your second year after it's fruited, they only last two seasons, yep. okay? And then they die. It's going to be brown and hard. In fact, they start dying the minute the fruit sets. Absolutely. Right? Because I'll go, I'll pick raspberries off as that king's dying. So it, it starts dying as soon as the fruit's gone. That's your so, raspberry. Your blackberry is much harder to control, but they still have primocane and floricanes. Your blackberries are going to get much taller. I, I, we're talking four to five foot. Oh, they're so And when you are bullies. cutting those back, you're cutting down a foot to two foot. And at that point, you got to really be on top of them. So here, here's a couple of things to remember with berries. All right, hold on. Oh, go so ahead. Tammy told me that fall berries are the ones you cut the ground. Yes, that's your ever bearing. That's your fall no, berries. No, those are different. No, no, there's fall berries. Primocane is is ever bearing fall bearing. It's the same thing. No, no, they're separate because ever it's like um it's like a June bear strawberry, strawberry versus right. an ever bearing strawberry. So there's two flushes with an ever bearing. There's no, no, no. There's actually. The, the flush is the whole season. It just oh, keeps okay. going. It never stops. And then fall bearing is just one big flush. Well, and fall bearing, yes, Kurt, that's exactly right. So, for instance, my raspberries, the the second year wood raspberries, they come hard and heavy yep. in June and July, and then they're yep. done for the yep. season. Yep. The golden raspberries start giving me berries in June and July, but they continue all the way through until, until December. the first frost. It's, but, and until they the never come needed, as a big crop. I just need a clarification. Yeah. Here's the weird thing about berries. Every, <laughs> so, so we're both right. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, fabulous. Every <laughs> berry we've talked about, comes from blackberries and if you yep. plant ah. berries together yep. they will eventually all revert to blackberries sure because blackberries the dominant that's genes. the dominant gene yes so yeah. so and i say because you said careful you will never get rid of berries if you plant them they will never leave it's just like mint be goddamn uh, careful where you put I, it because it's but, never getting rid of it i planted both of these in my yard be, never getting rid be of it. creative i i think that with your heritage with your reddish fruit and your fall gold with the yellowish right. goldish color blooming now, you know how gorgeous that would no, be in your pretty. backyard. And actually, I planted raspberries expecting it to eventually revert. And I'm like, I think it'll be fab because the raspberries just keep these things will put up volunteer plants 20 Absolutely. feet away. Yeah. 20 feet away in the tree in the middle of the yard. It will send a runner and there'll be a raspberry plant pop up in the tree. So they're hardcore runners. You'll never get rid of them. Just remember if you don't take care of them. They're going to be a mess well, within three years. They will be years. invasive. I mean, yeah, you're they will be, be invasive. <laughs> yep. Just don't be afraid of your pruners. At yeah, the end exactly. of the season, it sounds like just cut them down. Yeah. Um. The the old lady who used to sell with me at the farmer's market in Jerome 
literally took her lawnmower to her raspberries. Right. That's right. Literally would break yeah. on November, and she was out pushing her 19 craftsman <laughs> mowing down her raspberries. Once I get because my first frost, first year once I get my first frost, I'll just cut yep. everything back. That's yep. I go the other route. I tend to just chop out deadwood, and I don't trim. I don't prune. I don't I anything. I let them lay down because realistically, ago, so. if you really got right, you lay the canes down in the winter. In the springtime, you pick them back up and tie them to your trellis to keep them alive. I don't mess with any of that in Idaho. I let them do their thing. I get fruit every year. And if yeah. you if you want to be that advanced, they do have trellises. They recommend trellises, correct, to keep the branches separated out and right. easier to keep do. your fruit so, from laying on the ground. Yeah. But again, these yeah. are things that are optional. Yeah. Right. To me, it's like spraying the fruit trees. It's yeah. optional. Yeah. You can if you want. Uh, I personally have no problem not doing the extra maintenance. Right. Because it helps. Some years I get a big crop. Some years I get a no crop. Yeah. That, that balance helps me. I can tell you though. Being able to pick the fresh fruit when I'm out, just kind of working oh. in the yard and grab a handful. Garden yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. The, 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 the yellow raspberries you're talking about, the goldens, yep. they almost never make it out. They're so sweet and so <laughs> delicious. They never make it in the house. Yeah. They just get eaten right. out in the garden. They're, it's amazing. Really it is. So that, this is good stuff. Plant the berries. Uh, they're, they're easy to take care of. Hi, Jennifer, Zach. Jennifer's gotten a little yeah, more masculine. Yeah. Hi. Anna, do you have any fruit trees at your house? Uh, no, I don't have bushes. I don't have anything. Cool. <laughs> I have grass that someone else pays someone so you else do, to you do, cut, and that's it. You do video productions for Moss Greenhouses. I do. And you have access to plants and berries. And My girlfriend worked here, and uh, <laughs> we don't have any plants. <laughs> We're going to change that yeah, this year. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Container gardening is a beautiful thing. One of the things that berries work amazing and mint is they're wonderful container garden plants yeah. because mm. it won't be invasive in your yard. If you just put a nice one of our big whiskey barrel, you put a whiskey barrel on your back porch with raspberries, you'll be picking raspberries every time you go in the backyard all that season. Would, that would be my first backyard decoration. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, but, and that's how we that's how we turn bachelors into, into gardeners. That's, one little go. pot at a bunch. And I'm right. not being a jerk. That's right. You plant something you really like. If you really like raspberries, that's where you start, right? Let's not uh -huh. start with a garlic that you hate. Right. Let's start with something you dig. And if it's raspberries, one little pot, you'll have raspberries <laughs> all year. You'll really enjoy yourself. And that will turn into, oh, I'll try tomatoes or, oh, I'll exactly. try something else. Exactly. And while we're on the fall planting, okay, don't forget fruit trees, berries, all right, bulbs are in season as well. Yes. If you want your spring bulbs, you know, uh, grape hyacinths, hyacinths, daffodils, falls a marvelous time to plant. You know, primrose, all of this stuff here that you can get in bulb state plant them now so that you have that product for next spring garlic purpose garlic garlic, garlic in yep. this in this yep. area plants at halloween the cool part about fall gardening is there's no irrigation requirements you don't have to worry about right. sprinkling you're not trying to keep things alive after you planted it typical fall gardening um and um, bulbs for instance they just dig themselves in the ground and hang yep. out they yep. don't need to be watered they don't mm. need to be fertilized they don't need to be tended you can kind of just plant and forget which is unusual because in the spring you plant and then you immediately run out with a hose and try to keep things alive fall uh, gardening yep. is so much less stressful and the bulbs will multiply i mean it's always good to take out but if you don't they'll just they'll they'll keep going yes, all so, right so i've so got speak. a five gallon container right now of grape hyacinths that i have taken out of my front yard planter i don't know how long they've been there but I just kept pulling and pulling and pulling. And you're going to so, just dry them out and plant them, you think? Yeah, or you don't have or them uh, maybe I'll bring them here and people can have them too. Nice. So it's. What were you going to ask? You had a question. So, uh, so speaking of tips, we've got about a minute left. Okay. I'm the producer, by the way, in yeah. case you're wondering. <laughs> uh, uh, Jen had to go run and take care of some dogs real quick. Um, I'll give you each both one tip that you would that you would give to, to wrap up here. we got okay. about a minute left. So okay. A tip for 
What is for, well, we're talking about fruit tree, fruit yeah. production in general, right? Yeah. I think I, I said it earlier. If you're going to plant a berry plant or a fruit tree, make sure it's something that you're going to like because that is going to be a lot the of most important satisfaction. I grew something that I that I'm going to eat and take care of. So I've heard really good things about Italian prunes. Italian I, prunes are barb. I'll bring you a giant box of them. Don't you worry, brother. <laughs> I got plenty. You know what? people find this to be scary and, and it takes a little due diligence. You got to go do your research. But one of the things I find so exciting about a big garden, and, and we're talking about it, fruit trees is, is coming to mind. Everything comes in a stage. It doesn't all come right. at once. It almost times out your, right. so June, I get strawberries. Got to go to work doing strawberries. About the time you're really tired of strawberries, the cherries are ready. Yeah. You go pick the cherries. Mm -hmm. Soon as the cherries are done, the raspberries are ready. So you literally just kind of work in your garden yep. all season long, harvesting one thing at a time, which, helps you just don't get crushed under the weight of everything at once. Right, right so don't be if your family loves peaches and they love nectarines and they love apples plant a food forest man do it you'll enjoy yourself you'll have fun it is a lot of work i said we went full amish is what i told people because you, all of a sudden we're city people right and all of a sudden you're canning and you're yeah. drying and you're freezing but man does it make you feel good when you go in a closet in december it's cold and you pull out a jar of something that you put away yourself <laughs> one it's the best food you can possibly give your family like what is better than something you grew proved uh, uh, produced cleaned god it makes you feel good so it's more work but the 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 payoff for that is you're saving right. money from the grocery store you right. will spend less at albertsons if you're growing your own fruit Absolutely. simple as that right a right. little more work but it's worth it all right Sounds good to me. That sounds like a good stopping point. So I think so too. Appreciate everyone for listening. I'll do the wrap up today. Uh, <laughs> make sure to like, subscribe, comment on whatever platform you're listening on. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, Google. Uh, pick your poison, really, for for wherever it is. YouTube, Facebook. If you're on Facebook, make sure to like and comment. That helps uh, spread it to other people and just tell your friends. It's going to be on the Moss website soon. Right? Yeah, should be able so to you, follow a link. Yep, it'll be right there at the top that you can. Uh, click right there and see the latest episode and all of we're up to this is the 31st episode whoa wow. okay I believe. Like yeah professional. very cool go yeah. out and grow something this fall folks. that's right yeah live life in full color yeah because plain is pretty boring pretty boring <laughs> i tried i Took did three it of us, my mom was <laughs> yeah we got it <laughs> thanks guys thank you guys